I think you know what time it is. Yes, it's that time when all the savvy podcasters group up and form Napod Pomo. Do you have your story ready? I'm ready. Let's get into this. Napod Pomo, let's go. It is day number 14 of this thing that we call Napod Pomo. Let's go. Our podcast news story today comes from podcastnews.net. They're actually highlighting some Edison research studies. Podcast listening up in the U.S. Podcasting's daily reach continues to rise. Edison Research post a 20% year-on-year increase in their latest share of ear survey. Now, 18% of people in the U.S. aged 13-plus listen every day. This graph shows that more people are listening to a podcast, which means Content creators have the opportunity to grow time spent listening with those people. The graph that they talk about, you will be able to see it if you click in the show notes. It will take you over to Pod News. Also, I'm going to open up this research and read a little bit from it also. And that link will be in the show notes. So the study from Edison Research, it's a blog post, Weekly Insights, dated November 10th, 2022, The Steady Climb of Podcasting's Reach in the U.S. For our readers of a certain age in the U.S., let's say elder millennials and older, a core memory from our days home from school might be the ritual of watching the Price is Right game show on the television. One of the more popular games, Cliffhanger, involved a toy mountain climber who ascended his cardboard mountain in increments of $1 as the contestant guessed the correct price of the item. What made the game memorable was a catchy, yodeling type song that played every time he took some steps up the mountain. What made the game compelling was the risk that if the contestant guessed incorrectly, the mountain climber could dramatically fall off the top of the cliff. And it was. It was kind of cool to watch that thing. It's easy to imagine our toy mountain climber trekking his way steadily up our latest podcast reach graph over the past few years, although there is no catchy song to go along with it. There is the Napod Pomo song, if you want to listen to it. (laughs) Let's get back into it. We find it memorable because the last four quarters of share of air data from the Edison research has shown a consistent uptick in reach among Americans 13 plus. Now that's incredible, actually. Each year I have watched that steady inclination of listening 
to podcast and it is growing exponentially. I can't wait to see what the future holds for podcasting because that listenership is getting more and more reach now because everybody knows what a podcast is basically anymore. Let's continue to read this article. In 2014, the first year of the Share of Ear survey, podcasts reached 5% of those in the U.S. age 13 plus. As of our most recent data, Q3 2022, podcasts now reach 18% of those age 13 plus in the U.S., a 20% increase in the past year, Q3 2021, and over three times the reach of 2014. The years in between show a steady growth in reach. There have been some fluctuations in podcast reach from quarter to quarter as we saw the beginning and end of quarantine restrictions. But this graph that shows the climb of podcast reach should be encouraging for the podcast community. Podcasts account for 24% of all spoken word audio consumption among those aged 13 plus, according to the latest share of ear data. And we know that time spent with podcasts has grown, but this graph isn't about time spent with podcasts. This graph shows that more people are listening to podcasts which means content creators have the opportunity to grow time spent listening with those people. What makes this graph compelling is to see an upward tick for the podcast reach data with no cliffhanger in sight. And that wraps that article up. I'll share the link in the show notes. I'm telling you, I have watched the growth of podcast and the excitement that is attached with that growth. Many people see a big, bright future for podcasting. But the interesting thing here is, we are witnessing right now a shift in how we podcast. And this new podcast implementation of Podcast 2.0 It's going to be interesting to see how much more reach that actually gives us because I do believe with these implementations, it's going to pull more podcasters in to share more about their life and their stories yet to be seen. So let's jump on over to Podchaser and chase us down another podcaster. Today's podcast is Fat Chicks on Top. It's a weekly comedy, health, and sexuality podcast featuring Antivice. I had the opportunity to be interviewed by Antivice and appeared on the podcast with her. Excellent interviewer. I can tell you the professional questioning and how she conducts an interview is pretty awesome. I highly recommend you going over and checking out any vice fat chicks on top. The podcast is hosted on Podbean. It's active 
the podcast was started May 28th, 2018, and the latest episode, November 14th, 2022. The release period is weekly, 57 episodes, average length about an hour, explicit, yes, order, episodic, and it is an English language podcast. I'll link this podcast in the show notes. Today's upcoming episode, you're going to be listening to Tom Basie of Basie Insurance. This episode airs March 15th. However, I have three excellent episodes coming out with Tom Basie in the near future. Tom shares his knowledge about Medicare and the industry that is kind of confusing. Tom also is going to cover how you can get involved with insurance, become an independent insurance salesperson. You don't want to miss these three great episodes with Tom Basie. So let's listen in to a little portion of his first episode on the Dead America podcast. Yeah, and also another thing to add there is the traditional Medicare, they do not pay for your dental, your vision, or your hearing. Right. So that's even another if you get a Medicare, thing. You can get a Medigap policy. Well, you can add one on. I offer those products as well. So actually, if I were to enroll you, if you said, Tom, I want to pay more per month and I just don't want to have any out-of-pocket costs, we'll do the Medigap. You do that. Well, then we can add on a dental and a vision plan as well. It just costs you some more. But yeah, yeah those are wow. available. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. And that's for the Medigap side Correct. of this. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. That's helpful to know. Uh, because another big issue that a lot of people talk about is when they go to the doctor and they are very budget oriented. Mm-hmm. Many senior citizens and people of disability are. They mm-hmm. want to know up front what is my cost going to be for these Mm -hmm. procedures? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of them have the procedure done and then here there's a Mm -hmm. bill that they're expecting not to be there. How can you avoid that and know what your cost is up front when you go to that doctor? Uh, You know, you, I think avoid is a great word. I don't know if you can always know hundred percent, but both versions kind of give you, methodologist to know that. For example, on the Medigap side, there's a list of Medicare. This is what we pay in the end where these are deductibles. And then there's a list from the Medigap policy that shows we cover those. So often for many times, it's going to be zero. Like for example, when I, when the numbers I was throwing out there, I was really talking about the G plan. There really is an alphabet suit, but G plan is the most thorough Medigap policy you can get. Basically there's a chart that shows how a G plan is designed to cover the co-pays and the thing and the deductibles that Medicare doesn't cover except for a part B $230 uh, deductible. And so you don't know exactly what it is, but it's, it's very close. But I'm not, but so that's one way on that. So the Medigap side, the way you know is because there's very little, it's mostly covered. On the Advantage side, even though there will be copays, actually they're supposed to give you what they call an exclamation, uh, an EOB, an, exclama- an explanation of benefits or an explanation of coverage. And so you can look and see. So you can see how much a outpatient surgery or how much a colonoscopy, they've literally got a book of stuff. So you can kind of see that. You never know for sure. I, I'm a proponent of checking with the care provider for him. But the good news is I don't find 
that to be that much of a problem these days. The carriers, and so I'm gonna go ahead and throw some of these carriers out because they are all good. Because another, another remark I'd make when you're asking about the, the, the dental and vision. So I could enroll you in a, a Medigap policy from Aetna, and then I could enroll you in a drug plan from United Healthcare, and then I can enroll you in a, a, a Humana dental and vision plan. So my point is you can mix and match those if you want. If you go with the advantage, it's all from one. You pick one of those carriers. But my point is all the major healthcare carriers, they really do have those plans. Now, I guess another point I should, I should here's, here's two things since we're talking about this. Let's pretend it's Ed and he's turned 65. I will ask you for two lists, perhaps. Please give me a list of any medications that you're on, and please let me give me a list of doctors that it's important to send for you to see. If on the medication, I'll use that either way. I, can, I have tools that I can plug in, and I will show you both by retailer, wh whether you're going to a Walmart or a CVS or your local pharmacy, I can show you a matrix and show you. And if you use Humana or Aetna or uh, United Healthcare, I can show you, and you can kind of optimize. So I can show you for your list of medications in your zip code. So that's good. I, so my point is I use the pricing notes because I'm an independent broker. I don't care which carrier you go with. Carriers are captive. Obviously, they want you to use their care. So that's what I do. I like to show you that so you can pick maybe based on medications. Sometimes if you've got four medications and all generic, it, that there won't be a difference. But if you've got one of the ones that they advertise on TV, those ad dollars are expensive. And there was big budget spent on developing that drug. There can be, uh, uh, there, uh, there was my, my poster child for this is a lady who lived one city over from me. She had 23 different medications she was taking. So depending on which carrier she went with, it was going to be $500 a month difference on her medication. So clearly she used that to decide what drug plan she would pick. Wow. On the Advantage plan side, I've got a tool that will show me which, like if you give me seven doctors, I tap them all in and it'll sh I can say, show me only Advantage plans that, that, all, that all these doctors take. And then sometimes inevitably, there'll be one doctor, two years that they don't take Medicare and or Advantage plans. Well, I can say, show me all but one doctor, all but two doctors, but it'll actually show me to have checks and minuses by their name. So that's good to know. So my point is, if you're like, you know what, I, I want to pay the zero dollars. I'm going to, I don't, I'll, I feel healthy. I don't think I'm going to go to the hospital service. I want the zero dollar plan and I want all the bells and whistles. Okay, but let's check and make sure that most of your doctors go there and we need to sign a primary care. So going back to talking to some Medicare professional, we can do things like we can do those analysis for you to help you. I call it tailored, tailored solution. So you can pick either the one carrier on the advantage yeah. side or two or three different carriers to optimize, to minimize your drug costs, to that kind of thing. And, and to make sure if there's a dentist you like, if you're doing the standalone dentist plan, we make sure the dental, the dentist is covered as well on either side. Tom laid some excellent information out in all three of his episodes, and I can't wait for you to hear them. I will share the link to his website in the show notes. Go over and give Tom some love. Check him out. And my final thought for you today, I'm going to share a little bit of wisdom that my cousin shared with me many years ago. He called it the seven P's principle. It goes like this. Proper prior planning prevents piss poor performance. Always try to have yourself a proper prior plan. I'll see you right here. For the halfway mark tomorrow, day 15 of NAPOD FOMO. Let's go.